Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 99 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bernt. A special episode with snow plowing in the background. <laughs> if you guys can hear a lot of like really annoying scraping sounds, I'm very sorry about that. But hopefully it's not too annoying. And hopefully they stop soon. But we did get a lot of snow today, so... That's why they're doing it. Anyway, back to today's episode. The more I work with my grumpy girlfriend clients, the more I realize about my own journey and the tools that I have consciously or subconsciously been using myself to manage and overcome my anxiety, jealousy, and overthinking. You might not know this about me, But I was actually diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder a few years ago in the midst of my struggling years. A diagnosis that I definitely do not have today. On today's episode, I want to share with you the tool or the thought exercise or self-coaching practice that has helped me the most not only in my relationship and with my jealousy, but also with my general anxiety issues in day-to-day life. This is a tool that sounds a bit odd when I try to explain it. And to some of you, it might sound like I'm simplifying or kind of undermining the serious struggle that jealousy and anxiety can be. But this really did work for me which means that it might also work for someone else. And if it can help one single person out there, that makes it worth sharing. So, what I started asking myself, long before I knew of coaching, long before I even went to therapy, and long before I even knew that I was in fact coaching myself, was WWNPD. What would a normal person do? The first time I started using this tool and actually got good results from it was when I was at university. I had moved away from home. I think I was about 20, 19 or 20 years old. And I had to deal with my phone anxiety. I hated making phone calls. I hated talking to people on the phone. I hated ordering food on the phone. I hated making appointments over the phone. All of it. I was one of those kids or young adults that made their mom make all of their phone calls for them. Eventually, I started getting sick of this anxiety. It felt ridiculous that I was an adult and I wasn't able to talk to another human being on the phone. So... I started practicing making my own phone calls and I would always ask myself ahead of time, what would a normal person do? What would a normal person think? What would a normal person feel? And the way that this question helped my brain was that I started thinking about the phone call from a normal person perspective rather than from my anxiety, what if, worst case scenario, overthinking perspective. I would think that a normal person doesn't think that it's scary to make a phone call. A normal person would just view it as a convenient way of making an appointment or placing an order or getting the information that you need about something. 
a normal person is aware that it's another human being on the other end that is capable of communicating with me. A normal person doesn't fear being misunderstood over the phone or that they won't hear what the other person said. Why? Because a normal person would just say, excuse me, could you repeat that? Or, sorry, that's not what I meant. Here's what I was trying to say. Normal people do not find it weird or uncomfortable at all. They just think it's a regular conversation. So basically, I started acting like and showing up as a normal person. <laughs> I was faking it, of course, because I'm not a normal person. I'm an anxious person who worries about everything. But I noticed that it doesn't really matter if I'm faking being a normal person. The actions and behaviors that come out of me when I'm just acting like a normal person are actually normal people behavior. So it doesn't matter if I'm feeling anxious on the inside as long as I'm acting and pretending to be normal on the outside. As you might be able to guess, the more I pretended to be a normal person and the more times I would make phone calls pretending to be normal, the more evidence I'd get that I was actually capable of acting like a normal person. And with time, my phone anxiety went away. This was about 10 years ago now. And yeah, I still ask myself WWNPD when I make phone calls. But today, it's more like, hey, look at me being a normal person. If only people knew the truth. So this phone exercise happened long before I became a girlfriend or a grumpy girlfriend for that matter. So it's not like it solved all of my problems and all of a sudden I knew how to deal with everything. But I noticed a while back when I thought about my grumpy girlfriend journey that I actually did apply WWMPD to my relationship anxiety as well. Whenever my anxiety and my brain would start worrying about worst case scenarios or started giving me a bunch of really scary, painful, uncomfortable thoughts, I would look at the situation through the eyes of a normal person. What would a normal person think here? What would a normal person do, say, feel? I would consistently redirect my brain to find thoughts that a normal, non-jealous, non-anxious girlfriend would think about various circumstances. And I would just pretend to be normal. Now, the thing that allowed me to do this, the thing that made this work for me, was that I had learned to process my uncomfortable, scary emotions like jealousy and anxiety without acting on them. I knew that I could just hold space for my feelings and I didn't have to, like, obey what they told me to do. So while I was processing the emotions that I felt in all of these situations where I would be triggered, well, then I would also give my brain the assignment to think of normal people things to think and do instead. This combination was the key to start showing up as the girlfriend that I ultimately wanted to be. I used this thought exercise of asking what a normal person would do in all areas of my life. Have to deal with a hater on social media? Well, I know what my crazy brain is telling me, 
But what would a normal person who isn't in fight or flight mode right now, what would they do? What would they think? Have to send a business email and you have no idea what to write to come across as a normal person? Well, ask yourself, what would a normal person who doesn't overthink emails, what would they write? Is there a conflict between me and another person? Well, what would a perfectly normal person think about this and how would they act? What is the most logical thing to think here without overthinking anything? Oh, my partner is going to be around other women and I won't be there. What is completely normal to think and assume in this situation? And of course, I come up with answers that serve me. I don't fuel my anxiety by saying, oh, it's completely justified and normal to freak out right now. No, I always tell myself that a normal person would just relax, not make a big deal out of it. Because a normal person trusts their partner and doesn't take responsibility for the choices that they make. Therefore, it is safe for a normal person to just rely on their partner making their own choices. No need to overthink or be anxious or worry. I pretend to be a normal person all of the time. I kind of feel like I'm describing masking here, (laughs) which if you're not familiar, is when someone on the spectrum hides or masks their neurodiversity through certain habits or behaviors that they have picked up to kind of seem neurotypical. And... I don't know, maybe that's what this is, but it doesn't really matter because regardless what this is, it works for me and it has helped me show up as a normal person for many years now. It has helped me deal with my anxiety. It has almost completely stopped my overthinking. It has helped me feel comfortable in social situations where I normally would be very uncomfortable It has helped me in my relationship. It has helped me run my business. And it has definitely helped me show up as an adult human being. Yes, I still have the anxious thoughts. And yes, the real me still worries about these things. But I feel so much safer and so much more confident as an adult when I have my own back and I know that I can pretend to be a normal person whenever I need to. And so far... 10 times out of 10, it has worked. I have done whatever needs to get done. And I have been able to manage my overthinking and my anxiety in a very efficient way. Whenever my brain wants to overthink or overanalyze something, I just ask what a normal person would think and I commit to that. Because I know that I can't really trust my own anxious judgment of the situation when I am triggered. So... Try it out. Maybe it can work for you too. Start becoming familiar with that normal person that you would like to be. And if you know someone in your life who is very relaxed, non-anxious, or easygoing, go ahead and use them as an example. When I was overcoming my phone anxiety, I would always think about the normal person being my mom. Because she represented that normal person talking on the phone to me. She always made phone calls. She was straight to the point. She didn't struggle. She was very confident. Everything was fine. Turns out, I found out like three years ago, she hates making phone calls. (laughs) 
But I guess she just pretended to be a normal person well enough for me to assume that she was. And therefore, I used her as my role model when I overcame my phone anxiety. WWNPD, what would a normal person do? Next week will be episode 100 here on the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast, which we are going to celebrate with a very special guest. My boyfriend, Sonny, will join me for a listener Q&A, and he will answer your questions about, well, anything you want to ask him. So you will get to submit questions for the Q&A on my Instagram this week, so make sure you follow me there and keep an eye out if there is anything you want to ask him. Until then, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to my website, katrinebarnt.com, and you can either just click the banner at the top or go to katrinebarnt.com forward slash video dash series. And I want you to watch my free three-part video series on why we become grumpy girlfriends, why it is so hard to stop, and what needs to happen for you to actually stop. This knowledge that you get from this three-part video series is a must for all grumpy girlfriends. So if you haven't already watched it, you need to go do that right now. Go to getteamband.com and click the banner at the top of the page. Thank you for listening this week. I will see you back here next week for a Q&A with my boyfriend to celebrate episode 100. Bye-bye.